Hello, everyone, and welcome to my all-new podcast, Act Out of Love. This is your host, Natasha Mayette, and I'm so grateful to have you here. Please help me get this podcast into the ears of more listeners by writing me a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribing for more episodes. Hey, everyone. So I am here today with Lindsay Frame Buzz. Lindsay, welcome to my podcast, and thank you for being here from a different continent. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm glad it's finally coming together because I've been wanting to chat to you for a while and I know you were moving. But yeah, yeah, for our listeners, I was really excited to interview Lindsay because she's been one of my mentors really for becoming an acting coach, but also the start of my breathwork journey. So Lindsay, welcome and thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, Yeah. It's, I'm excited to talk about all this stuff, and it's been so wonderful connecting with you over the past year and through acting and breath work. And, and so funny that now you're in South Africa, and I'm actually in your old stomping grounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, it's so interesting how life works, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I guess um, for, you know, the listeners and I mean, also because breathwork was new to me, I really only started it, you know, I think when you started offering your free breathwork sessions every Thursday. And so, yeah, I mean, for people who are new to it, what would you say is breathwork? I mean, is it literally just breathing in oxygen? (laughs) What would you sort of be your... Yeah, (laughs) it is. It's so simple. You know, it's like when people ask about meditation, like, what is meditation? And you're like, well, it's not what everybody thinks it is. It's actually as simple as can you spend, you know, five to 10 seconds just being aware of the present moment? And that's meditation. And breath work, I think, is even more immediate, which is, you know, our breath is happening unconsciously, you know, or, you know, uh, yeah, unconsciously, as long as we're alive, literally, as long as we're out of the womb, we breathe until we're no longer, right? And, um, and so breath work really is as simple as becoming conscious of the breath. And so mm-hmm. even, you know, even when I work, I'll say things like, let's do this for one breath. Let's pay attention to one breath. Let's consider, you know, let's consider our own joy for one breath and, you know, and experimenting with that. And so breath work really is that simple. It's can, you know, can we, I mean, we can, of course, but, you know, are we inspired? And actually the word inspire literally is about breath and allowing breath in. Um, The word spire refers to breath. Uh, But are we inspired to create a practice where we become more conscious of our breath? Mm. And then, of course, there are ways of working with the breath. The instrument itself has innate qualities um, and sort of innate functions uh, with the body systems and also just in itself where how we use the breath can support us in different ways. Yeah, that's that's just so interesting to me. And I'm actually, as you were talking, I was kind of becoming aware of my breath, you know, um, even though I'm sitting in a closet right now recording this podcast. But yeah, I think it's it's kind of just... Um, I feels like it's just about being present and yeah. becoming aware and noticing because I think that for me that's not something I've 
done a lot. So I, I think the first time I really started becoming aware of my breath was when I started yoga and I had to like really notice and, you know, inhales and exhales and link like yeah. the breath to movement. So I, I think it was something that I wasn't really aware of, but we're doing well, it know, all the time. It's funny you mentioned yoga because I had this moment just yesterday doing, doing yoga. And it's funny because it wasn't until this period of time where we're sheltering in place that I mm. actually just started practicing yoga on my own. And I've been doing yoga since I was 21, which is, all, you know, almost 25 years and, you know, on and off. And I've always done it in classrooms with teachers. And it never occurred to me to just like, hey, what if I, or I've done it, you know, even just doing online, following a teacher online on YouTube or whatever. And um, I was like, man, I know how to do this. Why don't I just go get on my mat and start moving? And so it's been this wonderful discovery. And I noticed yesterday how in sync my breath was with my movement. And I remember for years and years and years being so baffled and frustrated by having to come back to the breath and be reminded of the breath and being like, oh, I'll just mm -hmm. never learn how to breathe in yoga. And then all of yeah. a sudden here I am in my space and not really thinking about it. But, you know, even in my frustration and bafflement and all of that over the years, this practice developed. And so, and so I just found myself like moving on my own and doing yoga on my own and being fully synced in breath. And it was, it was what my own body needed. So it wasn't necessarily at the instruction of a teacher or a guide. It was just, oh, my, my body now has this practice that has become more and more innate as it should be, right? As it's intended to be. I, we, we unlearn how to breathe because you know, because it's, it's not something typically in our culture that's brought to our attention until now yeah. it's becoming more mainstream, which is exciting. But yeah, I had that moment and I just laughed and I was like, well, here it is all those years of being like, I'll never learn to breathe in here and breathe out there. And now yeah. my body does it without even thinking when I move. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think for me as well, when I when I started yoga years ago, I think I hated it at first, but then I sort of started <laughs> loving it, but I did hot yoga. So it was just like hot and hot sweaty yoga. and I couldn't see anything. Oh, yeah. But then I started just, I really just became addicted. And it's so interesting, like something that's out of your comfort zone, but then you start to sort of enjoy it. And yeah, I had to breathe because if I didn't breathe, I would have passed out in that hot room. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'd love to know more about how your breathwork journey began? Yeah. Well, you know, I would, I sort of, I say August 2003, when I speak about breathwork in a more formal sense, um, I did, you know, begin experimenting with things like meditation, you know, sort of guided meditation things when I was around 14, 15. I came back to it again when I was around 21. And then again, have sort of gone back and forth, sort of not had a practice and then come back to a practice. But I would say 2003 is where I mark the breath work. Uh, it was, a, it was um, a teacher who became my teacher for many years. She's now a, you know, a dear friend, Kate Roger of the Institute of Modern Wisdom. And she, uh, she also knew Anthony, who we are, you know, our common relationship is through. Um, and she offered this breath class and here I was this actor and I thought I had just come out of my master of fine arts program, you know, a year and a half before. And I was like, great, I need a good voice and breath class, you know, thinking it was going to be something very technical. And I get in this space and we sit down in a circle and we take this incredible spiritual journey <laughs> and 
the breath work was so uh, impactful to my body and my system that I remember my lips would clench. And I, she had put these crystals or stones in my hands and my fists were clenched so tight. Even when we were done with the breath and sitting back in the circle, I couldn't voluntarily unclench my hands. I just had to sort of sit and be present and breathe. And eventually the, you know, the muscles came back and, and that is the, the physiological effect of, of the work. It, you know, there, there is some understanding of how it has to do with the exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide in the body and in how I understand the work and how I've been taught the work and the roots that I understand is it also has to do with the energy body and also how um, trauma, pain, and our life experiences become stored in our body. And breath work is an incredibly powerful and an immediate way to, um, to unwind, so to speak, or uh, dismantle those collections of trauma in our body. And so um, in my understanding and in my experience, that shows up in these tensions of muscle. So there I was, and I was like, what just happened? What is this? And so uh, pretty shortly thereafter, I began attending her monthly circles. Um, at the time, they were oriented to women. They were called feminine energy circles, and they were centered around, you know, there was other sort of work that community work that happened, but it was centered around this modality of breath work, which is still the modality that I, um, that I use in my, you know, my weekly Thursday morning breath work. Uh, but that was how it started. And, you know, a few years in, I was like, Hey, I want to teach people how to do this. I want to facilitate this. And so she, she initiated a, tra a training program. And, um, you know, over the course of a couple of years, I became, you know, a certified, uh, practitioner and I've just always done it. And then, you know, and then have explored breath in different ways. I've, you know, I'm not a trained Kundalini practitioner, but I've, you know, but I've experienced Kundalini and the various uh, forms of breath with Kundalini. I've, you know, experimented with other uh, patterns of breath and use of breath. Obviously, as an acting teacher, I'm very interested in breath. And mm. for me, the mouth breath is so evocative and so powerful. So really softening the jaw opening the throat, relaxing the tongue and allowing a deep inhale in through the mouth, into the belly. And even just as an experimentation to explore breathing in and out through the mouth, because especially culturally, certainly where I'm from, and I think a lot of people in, in sort of a, a Western context can relate to this is, you know, um, you know, um, is the clenching of the mouth or the closing of the mouth is just, you know, whether it has to do with, you know, our expression being questioned or, you know, even as children being told to shush or whether or not it's a factor of politeness or, you know, there's these sort of subtle but but very intrusive messages about keeping our mouth shut, basically. And so I mm. find even just the activity of one conscious inhale into the mouth and exhale out of the mouth can be incredibly powerful. So Anybody that's worked with me as an acting coach knows that I'm obsessed with experimenting with that, you know, mm -hmm. and then of course, that's also my journey with breath. And then here we are. And then when the, you know, I've been doing the circles at AMAW for, for years. And, um, and then when we began sheltering in place, it just became very clear to me to, to offer something free online. And so that, I think it was the second 
the second Thursday we were sheltering at home, I just sent an email out to folks to see who wanted to be on the list and whoever wanted to be on the list, I sent a Zoom link to and we began breathing and 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 it has completely transformed my practice, my understanding of the power of the breath, um, but also uh, even my my role in it has shifted. Strangely, moving it online, I think, gave me a perspective that deepened my understanding of the power of this work and also my respect for each person's sovereignty and and power to uh, to shape the practice in their own right with with as little intrusion, so to speak, or even you know with as little intrusion as possible so um, so that's where I'm at. So even just in the past, you know, whatever it is, five months or whatever, um, my relationship to even this particular rhythm of breath has shifted. And I've found myself, uh, because we're in a time of really awesome and extraordinary and uncomfortable and painful change, mm. uh, finding myself developing new practices of, of, of breath, again, innately and naturally out of just the need and the recognition that life is uncomfortable and I'm not going to hide from it. And if I'm really going to step into this change and, you know, and step into my life in the way that I really envision for myself, I've got to keep that breath open and I've got to keep that body activated in the breath and I've got to stay conscious and, and aligned uh, with that breath. And all of that sounds so fancy, but like I said, this is, it's a, it's a flawed and fumbling practice. And, um, and like I said, it's something that, that's developed very imperfectly over many, many years. And, um, and I just get so excited when I notice myself taking a conscious breath without thinking about it. Mm. Yeah. Oh gosh. I just, uh, resonated with everything you said. I, I think what I like about this practice and I think, you know, I think that's what drew me to yoga as well is that just, this is just something that's between you and your body. It's not competitive. It's not about trying to make your instructor happy. And, you know, there's just so many things that we do that there's like some kind of a, oh, we've got to be good at it. This is just really about us connecting with our body and being like, what's going to honor me right now. And I think I, I like that about it. Just really personal. Um, But yeah, yeah I think, and, you and know, and I, I definitely, if I, I can go speak for it, to yeah. one of the things that you just said that I really resonated with, if this is a good moment to hop yeah. into. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, the competition that you said really resonated with me because I have been uh, part of, you know, multiple communities over the years that uh, are, you know, beautiful and have impacted my life profoundly. And, you know, and in and of themselves are these, you know, extra you know exceptional communities of of human beings coming together you know and and creating you know sort of a you know whatever being the change right <laughs> and transforming themselves and working to transform the world to in a more harmonious and empowered way and even within those communities there have often been that those dynamics of competition you know like you know whatever, whether who can be the, you know, the coolest spiritual person of the day. And on the one hand, you know, especially as I've, you know, as I've sort of matured in, you know, just as a person and also, you know, just in, in these, my relationship with these communities, I'm less attached to that stuff. So I, I see that it's just part of 
being human. And part of groups of human beings coming together is that these sometimes complicated dynamics will arise. But I will say one of the things that struck me and that I'm feeling just unbelievable gratitude for in how my work has shifted even since the beginning of the sheltering and sort of moving the practice for the time being exclusively online is that there's not like I'm able to hold the space without those dynamic, you know, without those dynamics having to be a part of it. And so, because it was always something that didn't feel like the right fit for me as a, as a practitioner and as a facilitator, you know, there's, and I'm still, you know, working it out, but, um, but uh, I'm really grateful to hear that, that you've had that impression because it's been something that, that I've noticed and feels really valuable about, you know, a, a big piece of how I want to keep moving the vision forward which is not, you know, not, not fostering that sense of, of competition or who's doing the coolest breathing or who has the most, you know, the best practice or who's mm. like the most spiritual or, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. <laughs> so, yeah. That stuff is just um, not resonated with me and at times has been really painful and disruptive. I mean, disruptive, you know, ultimately it's all good. It's all the growth, but um, mm. for sure has been painful for me in the past. And I don't, that's not the vision I have for this community moving forward. Yeah. And, and I, I think like just speaking of the times that I've done the breath work with you and some of my AMAW students have joined in and really resonated with it. Um, you know, sometimes I, I just kind of honor what I feel like doing, you know, the way I want to breathe what position I want to be in if I want to be lying down. And and I think for me, I kind of have this tendency to sort of be competitive. And I even know with the yoga sometimes, you know, the instructor would, if you do it with a, in a room with people, the instructor would kind of be like, oh, great job, you know. And, and I used, I know that whenever I did the wheel pose, he would be like, great job. And so sometimes I didn't really want to go there, but I was like, oh, you know, if I do the wheel pose. And so there's that part of me. And, um, you know, even with something like yoga, which is so weird, but I've, I feel like maybe this time of sheltering that we're in now, I've been listening to my body more and there's no one to see what I'm doing, you know, or so it's kind of been really nice just to honor my body. And I think the breath work is a place that I can do that. Yeah. I love that. That's brilliant. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, I've definitely like emotions has been a big journey for me. And so, yeah, with my acting, I definitely remember the instructor, you know, Caitlin, like relax your jaw, you know, breathe. And, um, but, but I, but I also feel like for me, you know, when I sort of get overwhelmed in life, when something comes up, that's unplanned, which has been happening a lot lately, you know, I, I have a tendency to like, just forget to breathe. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm still mm -hmm. breathing, but I'm not aware of my breath. And I, and so I literally go in like fight or flight mode. And, you know, I, I've sort of like, like this week, something, some stuff happened and I was like, okay, let me just try to breathe right now and mm -hmm. take a few breaths. Um, and then sort of like check in with how I'm feeling, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, what would you sort of say? Like, to like do you have any advice for like when we forget to breathe <laughs> I yeah. mean well I, I know mean, we're still you, breathing you but how can we come I mean, back the, to it honestly just noticing that's colossal yeah. that I mean that's the biggest thing if all you do is notice it bam that's I mean you can be like oh I have a practice 
right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's the thing we keep waiting till we keep saying, "Oh, I'll be a I'll I'll be a breathwork practitioner when I when my practice." No, you notice once that you're holding your breath because mm. something got triggered in in your you know in your body and your nervous system. Just noticing that is extraordinary and awesome, and um, you know, like truly awesome. And, and that is the practice. It's not even the beginning of the practice. That is the practice. So that's the first thing is, um, is that, you know, there's an invitation rather, however you want to respond to it, but an invitation to celebrate in whatever that, that means to you, to acknowledge, to acknowledge yourself. And then I would say what also, and, and beautiful then that you're then, you know, supporting your body to move into breath and, you know, get that oxygen back in the body and notice that. The other thing too is another opportunity for that practice is when you notice yourself clamping down on the breath or holding the breath, stay in that for, for a few moments, because, mm. you know, I mean, we can actually, because, well, for a couple of reasons, a retention of the breath is also a powerful piece of a practice, whether it's in, te- in retention after an exhale or retention after an inhale. Uh, and you know, I mean, and just, and noticing what the body does. I actually haven't, I've been playing more with breath retention recently. Um, I did do a, an online, you know, 10 day online course with Wim Hof, who's a, you know, he's become very, very popular in, uh, you know, the breath work and he's, he's very dynamic and I find him (laughs) very endearing and, uh, and dynamic and, um, and just an, an interesting fellow, the things that I, that I, that I know about him. And, um, but, but mostly the breath interests me and his sort of study and history and his story of, of working with the breath. But anyway, he does a lot, his breath, main breath pattern has to do with retention after the exhale and retention after the inhale. And, you know, the thing is, is our body system still, you know, the oxygen is still circulating and, you know, the body is still doing its thing. And, and actually humans are designed to retain breath for much longer periods than we think we are. Mm. And so for me, even just observing what happens in the retention, you know, I, 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 I haven't retained my breath still for more than 90 seconds after an exhale. And because I notice my body, you know, the, the sensation begins to arise. And so part of the practice too, that's been frankly fun for me, it's not necessarily fun and it can be really uncomfortable and it can bring up a lot of our stuff. And so, um, you know, so making sure just FYI for people that are beginning to experiment with breath, please make sure you have a community in place, whether it's, you know, a structured community or friends that are on the same path because uh, breath work can, uh, I mean, it's, it can and will unlock some of our pain and trauma. And we want to make sure that we are always beginning gently and taking mm-hmm. steps very gently until, you know, until we have a really well-supported practice. Um, so even just having a handful of individuals or a community or a teacher that you can turn to is, is important. I just want to say that I think that's important, but, um, but there are times when I do find it curious, rather, to observe what begins to happen in my body when I retain the breath. And, you know, sometimes I can identify it as anxiety, as fear, as, you know, sometimes it's just tension, sometimes it's just physical discomfort. And so I would also say, in addition to this 
practice that that you've now opened up for yourself, which is when you notice you're holding your breath, allowing the breath in, activating the breath, getting the breath moving again. And I would also say there's an invitation or an opportunity to first or at times stay just become fully present of your body and yourself and your system retaining, clenching down on the breath or whatever, whatever language you would use, holding the breath and just pay attention to what's happening in the system because your body is designed to hold your breath longer than you think. So it's not like dangerous most of the time to like hold it another five to 10 seconds. Obviously, if you need to breathe, breathe, like by all means, none of these practices should be, the intention should never be on, right? As a matter of fact, the intention should be, you know, or, and certainly can be, um, developing a healthy and empowered relationship with my body and my breath, you know, and that sense that. of, of freedom and sovereignty that comes with that. But that's, that's what I would say, just in, in reference to what you said, noticing that you're holding the breath, perhaps sometimes just notice what's happening while you're holding your breath. And there, there could be some very interesting information there. Certainly just noticing the sensation of it will be information. And then there may be other information there as well that could, you know, can, you know, continue to lead you down the path of, of your personal healing. Yeah, no, I, I love everything you just said. And I think, yeah, there's also something, as you said, to notice, I think it's really just noticing, actually. And yeah, even the retention of the breath, because I think for me, also, I'm navigating the balance between feeling my feelings and noticing the fear and all the other feelings that we normally judge. And then, okay, yeah, now I can relax again, but also just to like feel whatever needs to be heard, you know, instead of like, oh, let me, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm in fight or flight right now. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Let me just try to relax right away. I think I'm navigating the balance between actually hearing all the feelings that I would normally label as feelings I shouldn't be feeling. Yeah. Um. So I think that's, that's just important to, yeah, notice whatever is, is coming up. Um, I think it was actually something that I, you know, it's also a, you know, a word I want to use. The, the idea that we have to keep fixing things can also be a facet in our less than healthy relationships with our bodies and selves. And so, you know, and so that's why there's also, again, there's, there's no one way is right or one way is wrong. But again, I often use the words invitation or opportunity, but it, but it is an opportunity to be with what is instead of always assuming that the best next step is to do the thing to fix it or change it. It's, you know, that's also uh, a paradigm that, uh, that isn't necessarily serving us in the way that we assume that it does. And that's not to say to avoid change, not at all, the, the, the opposite. But, but again, you know, as, with, as many spiritual philosophies speak to, which is begin first with what is. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's, there's so much information in the moment right before we make the move to make a change. There's so much information there. And I think we're, we're so results-oriented and we forget about 
process. And actually, when you look at the purity of process in, in, in nature, in the cosmos, in the human body system, these, it's, it's not, the, the results are moot because even as we, as we reach, maybe not moot, that's perhaps strong, but, you know, even as we reach these markers of, of progress, we're still in process. We're never not in process. The process will mm-hmm. never end. And so, um, so yeah, so there's a, we mustn't forget that there's an incredible amount of information now that the information mm-hmm. isn't important and relevant only when I've started to make changes or to change the thing that it. And I think sometimes yeah. we, we, we actually ironically, uh, inhibit the process and slow down the process because we keep leaping for the change. We keep leaping for the fix. We keep leaping for the result. When in fact, again, in just those one to five seconds that you can stay in the holding of your breath, the one to five seconds that you can spend in just the holding, there's perhaps a richer piece of information for you about, you know, about what this change what this practice what this shift what this transformation and what this evolution is about for you than there is when you you know when you fix it by getting the breath right in Does that make sense yeah no 100% yeah i think you know this yeah i just totally resonated and i think you know we're all in process right now and i think that's something that doesn't really end like it's an ongoing thing for sure um but yeah, no, I, that just, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going to listen to this podcast like four times because I'm like, this is <laughs> really like, um, so yeah, Lindsay, I mean, this is great. And I know you're teaching a, a breathwork class after this, but could you uh, quickly just share with our listeners how they can find out about your future and upcoming breathwork offerings? I know you have an Instagram. Absolutely. It's actually rather simple right now. I am in the process of getting things more official. I have a website address. There's just no website there yet. So right now it's very simple. Just email intentbreathwork at gmail.com. So that's I-N-T-E-N-T-B-R-E-A-T-H-W-O-R-K at gmail.com. So intentbreathwork at gmail.com. And so right now it's very informal. I just send out one email reminder a week about the Thursday free class. And there's, you know, oftentimes announcements in there about other uh, small group work or private sessions, things like that. Um, And then hopefully sometime soon, hopefully the next time we chat, there'll be a website and and all kinds of other fun things. But right now it's it's still, um, you know, it's still very personal and informal. So just shoot me an email and say, hey, put me on the list. Or with the Zoom links, and and then I'll get them to you. Awesome. And um, what would you say to somebody that hasn't tried it before, but might be a bit nervous to try it out? You know, would you say it's something that's open to anybody, regardless of Absolutely. experience? And especially, yeah, because the the way that I've been guiding the breath is really that you are there for your breath and your body. So if you literally just sit in a chair and breathe naturally <laughs> without even doing the rhythmic breath for the 30 minutes that we're together, 
the, the intention and the fact that you've shown up is already working its magic, if you will, in your life. It's already empowering you. It's already, uh, you know, it's, you've already made a movement in the direct direction of whatever shift you're ready for or whatever transformation you're in. Um, and then the rest is just up to you. It's, it's about following your body. So it can be as gentle and simple or as intense and complex as, um, as you wish, because it's you and your breath. And then I'm just there saying stuff and playing music. Awesome. That's beautiful. And, um, yeah, if you are on the, if you're on the West coast, it is 10 AM. And then for listeners here in South Africa, it's our 7 PM and you can decide whatever honors you to join with your video on or off mics muted it's totally up to you but yeah it's every thursday so um hopefully we'll see you there but thank you Lindsay. this was this was really um this was actually just really um inspiring and i'm excited to jump on the breathwork call with you in a few minutes yeah me too thank you so much natasha this has been absolutely wonderful and i'll see you on zoom in just a few minutes awesome i'm really looking forward to it yeah me too if you enjoyed this episode please share and subscribe as well as write us a review on Apple Podcasts. I can't wait to see you next week.